Welcome to the Tech Bytes portion of our episode. Today concludes a six-part series with Singtel about cloud networking. That is, how to make your existing wide area network communicate with cloud services in an effective way that maybe your legacy WAN isn't able to. We've been chatting with Mark Seabrook, Global Solutions Manager at Singtel. We're discussing the importance of getting the underlay network architecture correct. And we don't just mean the circuits, we mean the management of the underlay as well. Now, Mark, in previous episodes uh, in this series, we've, we've mentioned the underlay a few times, and you kind of made this allusion to how the underlay is the foundation. And if you get the foundation wrong, nothing else matters. So can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, I mean, I'd go even one step further than a foundation. I'd look at it like uh, a development, a, ha a housing development. So you've got to have you've got to have the road the roads marked out. You've got to have your sewer lines, your electric mains, all your telco lines. So using that as an analogy, you really need to really think about what your underlay is going to look like, not just in a country, not just regional, but if you're a global network, how it's all going to piece together. If you don't get that right from the start, and then you start building overlays with SD-WAN on top of it, if the underlay is not, not good and solid and well thought out, then you're going to have a lot of problems. Yeah, yeah. Talk about it. Like, I mean, I love that analogy of more of a development and you're putting in the electric lines and, and the sewage lines and the water lines. If you get something wrong and you've already built all these houses, changing that thing is, is not going to be pretty. <laughs> it could be pretty right. disastrous. So if I'm working with you to design my underlay network, what, what kind of questions are you going to ask me to get it right? Yeah, so basically it's going to come down to what your mission is, what, what the customer's mission is. So what, what their sites are going to look like, what kind of traffic they're going to be processing, what their cloud strategy is in that region, uh, might have a different cloud strategy for different parts of the world uh, for obvious reasons. Um, so we need really need to um, button down all of that traffic flow before we can really start looking at an underlay. Once we've got that down, we can start building the underlay in, in various regions and get that done correctly and, and, and upfront. Okay. Okay. So I want to back up there a second, because you said it, it should be obvious that you might want different cloud strategies for different regions of the world, but that, that's not necessarily obvious to everyone. Can you, can you expand on that a little bit and how that impacts the underlay design? Sure. I mean, so we, we've mentioned before that, you know, if you've got all of your sites in, say, for example, the US, um, you're probably not going to have any problems because you've got multiple, multiple public internet cloud gateways to hit. You're not restricted anywhere. Your peering is just top notch, multiple, multiple carriers, similar to Europe. If you go to some parts of Asia, you're going to get some restrictions, obviously, with the, the Chinese firewall. That's a big one. Other parts of the world, certain traffic's restricted as well. Um, or just the, uh, the reliability of the underlay is not going to be there. Um, the same as what you're going to experience in, say, the US or Europe. Now, Mark, with Singtel, we've talked a lot about SD-WAN in this series, which is kind of over the top, but you, you also will sell me physical circuits, right? Yeah, absolutely. So we have our MPLS network all over the world. We have 428 POPs. Uh, we have um, 
point-to-point e-lines, point-to-point waves. We've got our SD Connect product. Um, SD Connect is our cloud product where it allows you to um, hit cloud targets or do virtual VLANs between data centers. Uh, we also have our IP Transit, which we call Sticks, uh, Singapore Telecom Internet Exchange. Um, and we have our IP Transit across the world as well. Okay, let's expand on SD Connect a little bit. How does that connect me to the cloud or, or allow peering? And, and is that an underlay-specific product? Yeah, it's an underlay. Um, it's all around the world. We've got it in multiple data centers all, all across the, the globe. Uh, customer buys, for example, a 10-gig port. Um, they have a portal. They go into the portal. They set up uh, VLANs, and then they can point those VLANs at uh, AWS, Google, Azure, Alibaba, Oracle, um, or they can even point them back to other um, SD Connect ports around the world as well. So they could they can pull up a, a layer two. Effectively, you're basically p- pulling up a layer two E-line ad hoc and tearing it down whenever you want. Okay, so you're when you go through that traffic flow stage of the design you can pick out some places where, okay, it would make sense to put an SD connect there because that's where you want to on-ramp to one of these clouds or create uh, some sort of mesh. Absolutely. So yeah, we will typically um, in a a site to regional hub uh, type SD-WAN deployment, we'll have local internet breakout, but we'll also have SD connects at the hub sites so that we um, certain traffic, depending on the customer, we can route via a tunnel, hits the SD Connect port, then hits the cert, the target within the cloud that they want. Mark, is there any standard routing protocols that are even happening anymore? Because it feels like everything we're doing, we get, we can custom design any sort of por- forwarding paradigm that we need. So, I mean, is BGP even working anymore? Does, does it does it matter in this design? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's it's still obviously the, uh, and it still always will be um, the the brains behind. I mean, that's the magic of it. The brains behind the the global internet. Um, we do actually have some deterministic uh, internet relationships with other partners, so we can determine a better or a, we can at least guarantee latency and routing over certain internet routes. We've even got some of our pops around the world where we have internet gateways, SD-WAN gateways, so we can point to those pops over a local internet through a partner, but then guarantee the traffic past the pop to the other pop and hand off in a similar fashion at the other end. Hmm. Mark, we were talking a good bit about the SD Connect product there and how some of that traffic has moved around in that product. You also mentioned an internet exchange uh, product, IP Transit. Can you describe that? I ask that in the context of when I think of internet exchange, it's you know it's a group of people who need to come together to exchange traffic over that internet exchange point. Is it like that or something else? So our Sticks product, which is Singapore Telecom Internet Exchange, it's it's our IP transit product. It's in all of our data centers in Singapore, Hong Kong, Tokyo, uh, Taiwan. We've got it in the US, in Europe. A lot of customers would use our IP transit uh, content, big content providers need it and use it. Um, We can also use it in a a slightly non-traditional way for IP transit uh, where we're using it because it's got the deterministic 
routes. So, for example, you had a cust- you have a customer in the US, they could point to our sticks pop in, say, LA or San Jose, and then they've got a guaranteed SLA and guaranteed deterministic route back to, say, Singapore or Hong Kong. We're talking about all these different products and services that all filter into the underlay. Once I have the underlay in, uh, we talked before about how you can use SD-WAN and an orchestrator to control your network, the overlay through policy and all that. What, do, what tools do I have available to help manage the underlay? Yeah, so for pure underlay, uh, we have a, a portal that we make available to all of our customers. Um, we call it Liquid Infrastructure Portal. Customer goes onto the portal, they can see all of their physical underlay. So they can see if the, all of their MPLS, all of their internet, all of their e-lines, whatever they've got with us, they'll see grouped together. And it's fully graphical, so they can click on a circuit, they can see it'll come up on a map where it is, they can see real-time stats on it, availability, they can um, do a, an ad move change, they can you know bump up the bandwidth, put a request in to disconnect it or add a new service, any kind of ticket. Um, trouble ticket, they can run through that portal. So we have the the portal as a a, a 10,000 foot overview globally of all their underlay, which kind of complements what we do with the SD-WAN with the overlay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. And no one's filling out a Word document and submitting it through a fax machine to provision a new circuit or up the bandwidth? Uh, Thankfully, not these days. No, It's (laughs) it's all done through our portals. Oh, oh, well, I miss the fax machine telling me that I've I've loaded the paper the wrong way or, or <laughs> the baud is wrong or something. Can I also manage uh, so down to the physical device layer? Do I have access to uh, you know the UCPE that we talked about in a in a previous tech bite? So the UCPE, um, the customer would have access to what the instance that they're running. So they can go into that instance. Well, effectively, then let's just say they're using Silverpeak. They're not going to actually go to that instance on that on that UCPE. They're going to be looking at it via the orchestrator. So they're going to go to the orchestrator. The orchestrator knows is telling them that what's happening at that particular site. Um, the the UCPE, the physical UCPE, that will be our responsibility to you know make sure that's healthy and, and running correctly. Okay. What other support does does Singtel provide as as part of the underlay service? Are you running a knock for me, or uh, you know, uh, letting me know when issues are cropping up? Yeah. So we have uh, proactive management through our knock. So uh, all of the underlay circuits, if there's any alarms that come up, any failures, uh, customer will get uh, notified. Same with the the account management team. Um, we'll then work with. Uh, the customer to you know, fix the issue or fix a way around it until um, until it until it gets resolved. Mark, if if this has piqued people's interest and they want to hear more about the solution, or just talk to you because you're a pretty interesting fella, where could they reach out to you? Sure. So yeah, just uh, contact me on LinkedIn uh, under my name, or just contact us through Singtel.com. All right. Awesome. We'll include links in the show notes, of course. 
Thank you for joining us, Mark. And hey, humans out there, thank you for listening to this Tech Bite. This was the conclusion of our six-part series with Singtel on building cloud-ready networks. If you own a legacy MPLS-based WAN and want to bring it into the modern era, Singtel is a global telecommunications provider with the technical competence to help you with your project. If you give them a call, be sure to tell them you heard about them on Day2Cloud, part of the Packet Pushers Network.